0: Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling
1: when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all.
2: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America wide.
3: Yeah, Digitex does that.
2: D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.
0: Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you from Red Deer, Alberta. We are uh, in Gasoline Alley at the Holiday Inn where the Oilers are just uh, finishing the function that includes Bob Nicholson, uh, Peter Shirelli, along with Ryan Nugent Hopkins, uh, Jack Michaels, uh, Brent Sutter is here. It's a cast of thousands. We want to tell you that some guests and orders now receive gift certificates to Japanese Village restaurants, three locations in Edmonton, and now in Sherwood Park, Japanese Village, a perfect place to celebrate your special occasion. Kevin Lowe's down here. Here as well, uh, momentarily. Hopefully, we'll be hearing from Ryan Nugent Hopkins. But we're going to go back to our Westlock 4 text line at six thirty. Uh, six thirty. Bob, it's been nice. This text comes in from Dave in L.A. Does that mean Leduc, Alberta? Uh, it's been nice break for you. Constantly guessing what the line combinations and D pairings will be prior to every game that the Oilers play. Bottom line is none of it matters if Talbot fails to show up. They'll need to stand on his head to keep the team in contention right from game on, uh, game one because of the tough schedule that the Oilers open with. That one comes to us from Dave in L.A. Dave, I think it's going to have to be a comprehensive effort from the Edmonton Oilers. Goaltending for sure. Talbot's got to get back to at least a 915 save percentage. The Oilers have got to be way better on penalty killing. They were pretty good basically from February on, in fairness. They moved up from 31st to 25th, and they dug themselves a hell of a hole. So uh, no question, Talbot's got to give them 55-60 good starts this year. Uh, and then I don't know what to expect out of Miko Koskinen. You know, there's going to have to be a bit of a transition for him in terms of getting used to playing in um, North America, but he's an important guy for this hockey team. Uh, And it starts in goal, and it starts in the penalty kill, and I said that special teams could make or break the order season because, let's face it, they were a decent five-on-five hockey club, certainly through the first couple months of the year last year. In fact, all the way up to Christmas, they were first or second in puck possession metrics uh, five-on-five. You can text us at 630-630. Mitch in St. Albert says, Bob, anybody who comments on hockey for a living and says that Austin Matthews and McDavid are close will not be taken seriously. I'll do, although I do like Brian Lawton. Come talk to me when your generational player breaks 70 points. Let's go oil from Mitch in St. Albert. Well, I, I got to tell you, I think within five years, uh, we will see a scenario where Austin Matthews is the second best player in the NHL but I have Connor McDavid as the best player right now. Not everybody says it, uh, but I think McDavid, I mean, the players have voted him the best player for the last two years. That tells you a lot right there. Uh, you can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers Now. Email us, OilersNow at 630Jed.com. Um, and again, uh, we'll be getting Ryan Nugent Hopkins here momentarily uh, once we get uh, wrangled and set up and uh, just waiting for the event here to to shut down. Uh, This text comes in from the Don, who says, Bob, I've not been a Yesa Pogliarvi fan. I thought the Oilers should uh, have looked past him and taken uh, Matthew Kachuk. That being said, if McClellan will stop uh, all of his player movements within the lineup, put Pogliarvi on a line and keep him there and practice him there. If the same guy's every night, find a place, leave him there. Let him develop continuity and chemistry with regular line mates. Then let's decide what we have with Yesa Pogliarvi. My response to that is simple uh, I have Polyari starting the year in the third line playing on a line with Ryan Strom and Jujar Kera to start the year but when a team isn't successful changes get made this text out of Vermilion Alberta says Bob the Oilers will make the playoffs if a special teams in shooting percentage are above average well that's, that's a possibility uh, you know <laughs> I got the make in the playoffs, but some would say I'm the internal optimist with this hockey club. I just, you know, 103 points and to drop below 80. Nobody saw that last season. We'll wait and see what they're capable of achieving this year. 141 at Edmonton. Here's what we're going to do, we're going to take a timeout for about three minutes here, and when we come back, uh, we should have Ryan Nugent Hopkins with us. This is Oilers Now.
2: This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer
0: on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stauffer down in Red Deer. Tonight, the Oilers' rookies and the uh, Flames' rookies. Geez, I remember back in 2011 being in Penticton for a rookie tournament, and Ryan Nugent Hopkins was the number one pick uh, for the Oilers uh, that season and in the National Hockey League. And, Ryan, I just, did you like how I pulled you out of there? Just sort of said, hey, time to run. But thanks for taking time to join us here in Oilers. So what's it like for you to come back to Red Deer, given the experiences that you had playing in this market in junior? Uh, yeah, it's, it's,
4: it's always fun. Uh, yep. Uh, we
0: had you there for a second. I'm not sure what's... Okay, wait a sec. Let's try that one. You got me? Yeah, we got you now. Got you Go now. for it. Okay. Okay.
4: Uh, yeah, no, it's it's always fun to come back to Red here. I had some... <clears throat> oh, I have nothing but positive memories from playing junior here, and uh, we were a good team. We had... Uh, I had great teammates I had great billets I mean it was just a good city to play in so anytime I get to come back uh, and I do because my fiance is from here and uh, her family's here and my old billets are here I see them all the time so uh, it's always nice to come back Uh, brings back a lot of good memories and um, yeah, to see in a in a setting like this too. See, it reminds you of the hockey that you played back in yeah. uh, seven years ago, seven oh, eight I years love com- ago. So it's uh, it definitely uh, good. Like I say, just good memories and uh, fun to come back. I-, I love Red Deer.
0: Like I mean, I used to come down here all the time uh, with Rob Don back when we'd be looking at twenty year olds, guys like Brett Ferguson that would end up at the U of A program. And this is to me, this is uh, this is sort of what Alberta's about. This part of the world here. So um, uh, a couple things for you that I'm sure people. It'll be interesting. Has your focus changed, Ryan, uh, because of the time you spent with Connor McDavid and the potential, you may be seeing a lot of time on left wing as opposed to maybe playing center in terms of anything you did differently training and that sort of thing?
4: Um, a little bit. In the summer, <clears throat> the summer's kind of the time to work on your game. and um, So I, I, I don't know if I'm going to play with them all year. I, I think I might see a little bit of time with him to start and see how it goes. But uh, because of that, I definitely... Uh, Worked on some uh, uh, stuff on the wall, some uh, some winger more more winger uh, like situations. So that was something that I uh, didn't like about my game when I went on the wing is handling the pinches, handling the rims and stuff like that. So something that I did work on, and uh, I got to keep working on it. But um, if if I do play there, at least uh, now I have some experience uh, from last season and at the World Championships, I played with him on the wing. So um getting used to it now and it's uh it's i mean he makes it pretty easy so it's uh, it's fun playing on him. how do you uh how do you focus on still playing your game
0: and not deferring to connor too much when you get that opportunity to play with him because obviously there's i mean the players voted he's the best they think he's your peers think he's the best player in the world
4: yeah i think that's that was it that's a very important thing is uh you can't stop playing your game just because you're playing with Connor. And um, I think the first couple games I played with him, I did that a little bit too much. I was always looking for him. I was always kind of playing off of him. But when I just started to just get back and play how I play, uh, we just gelled really, really well together. And um, we, we see the game similar. He, he's obviously a once in a lifetime player. He does things nobody can do. But uh, as far as seeing the game, I think we can read off each other really well. So as long as I go out there and uh, and just and play how I play, we're going to get opportunities, and uh, I'm going to be able to find him, and he's going to find me.
0: Now, I remember with you, I don't know if it was your third or fourth year pro, I noticed that uh, you got a little bit thicker and looked a little bit different. And I have not seen connor in the room but just he looks a little different on the ice am i observed just when i was down there a couple times when you guys started those uh informal skates does he he's had a good off-season training hasn't
4: he yeah for sure he has uh i know he's been skating a lot he's obviously trains hard uh, all the time but i mean he's also 21 so he's still maturing physically right. i think uh uh, mentally and physically, but uh, yeah, physically. I mean, he's going to keep filling out. He's going to get stronger. He's going to get uh, a little bit bigger. He doesn't need to get bigger. He doesn't right. need to change too much right now. But uh, if he gets stronger, he's just going to get faster. He's going to get harder to take off the puck. So it's uh, it's it's looking good right now. All right, you start training camp tomorrow. Uh, how
0: much of a B is in the team's bonnet right now, or a burr, Given how much you guys, I mean, you had two years, you know, two rounds of the playoffs here before 103 points. A major regression last year. I, I, I'm, I'm going to assume. I, I don't want to speak for you, but were some of the guys. I mean, disappointed. Slash, some guys might have even been a bit embarrassed how things worked out last year for yeah. the club.
4: Well, I mean, I think we were more pissed off than anything. Yeah. Um, we we know how good of a team we can be, and. Um, it's it was disappointing uh i mean it, it does go to show how competitive the league is right. i mean you can't you can't just think it's gonna come easy just because you're good la- uh, last year i mean it's just not how it works and um so i think we can learn from a, a lot of things that happened last year and i think we'll be better for it it's too bad that you have to go through uh, something like that it's not never fun when you're in it but from it i think we can get better and we can learn and uh I think it kind of matured us. It forced us to be a little bit more mature and uh, um, not take any nights off. So I think, uh, I, yeah, I think we're going to be uh, coming. We've already had some good skates. We've been skating for two weeks together, and um, it's been intense. It's been in the hard skates, and uh, we, we want to start off with a bang. Ryan, uh, there's people that want to meet you, so I'm
0: going to just get you to uh, get back in there, but thank you for taking time and spending five minutes with us here, and uh, hopefully I won't be bothering you too much during the course of the regular season, okay? All right. Thanks, Bob. You bet. That is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Uh, We will take a uh, timeout here in Oilers now and wrap things up with Jack Michaels when we return uh, from Red Deer, Alberta.
2: This fall on
0: Slice, it's the fiercest competition in fashion. Yes.
2: Cutting edge designers go head to head to prove they've got style. I'm
3: shaking
2: and sweating.
0: I'm obsessed with this look.
2: Get ready for a fabulous fashion throwdown.
0: We want the best of the best. This is Sink or Swim.
2: Whoa. <laughs> and there's no reason to miss it, because Slice is in free preview all September long.
4: Is this the stuff dreams are made of or
3: what?
2: Stitch. New episodes Sunday at 10, only on Slice.
3: Finishing strong with DeKalb Canola. Choose from our canola lineup that is made for Alberta farmers. 7565RR was built to straight cut. Farmers tell us it runs through their combine like a dream. 7542CR has club root resistance to pathotypes 3, 2, 5, 6, and 8 and outstanding yield potential. Plus early maturity for Alberta's growing season. This hybrid has it all. 7545RR, this broadacre hybrid has both high yield potential and early maturity. Seed it first and you can be first in your field at harvest. And 7444BL, a consistent performer with enhanced multigenic blackleg resistance. Big on blackleg, big performance. See your seed retailer today and ask how you can maximize your savings in the DeKalb Bonus Rebates and Real Farm Rewards programs. DeKalb Canola, locally bred and tested to help you finish strong at harvest. Always read and follow grain marketing and stewardship requirements and pesticide label directions. alb.ca for more information.
2: This is Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad.
0: All right, it's 151 in Edmonton. Bob Stauffer with you. Uh, this is Oilers now. Jack Michaels is uh, aboard as well. Uh, of course, my play-by-play partner tonight. Uh, and Jack, just uh, you just wrapped up the event here with uh, Ryan Agent Hopkins and Peter Chiarelli and Brent Sutter and Bob Nicholson. How was it? Well, the thing that really
1: struck me right off the bat was you were you and I were talking about how we felt like tonight at the NMAX Century, would I mean, be a, maybe an 80-20 split. Well, after being in that luncheon, I feel like it might be 100-0. to Oh, like yeah. I, I think I think twenty percent Flames fans might be a stretch in this market, to be honest with you. I mean and that was that was legit, like being in there and obviously they're coming for an Oilers function, but still just the general vibe, uh, I always you know from the outside looking in Bob as someone uh, relatively new to this country new to this province eight years now but still you look at Red Deer and theoretically it looks like kind of neutral territory because it's roughly halfway between but I have to say uh, no chance there's no evidence right. in Switzerland here whatsoever it's 100% Oilers so I imagine it'll be a pretty raucous
0: crowd tonight in favor of the Blue and Orange. Eric Francis uh, from Sportsnet out of Calgary made the mistake of uh, asking the fans at our event that we did with battle of alberta about three and a half weeks ago all right let's do a little informal poll how many fans here are flames fans muted applause same thing yeah and then how many fans here are Oilers fans and it was it was over the this is definitely yeah. i get the sense so the muted applause was just not to make him feel so bad i suppose right, right yeah
1: you know, polite like it, all right
0: it, it was, we'll throw this guy a bone a, a polite canadian <laughs> yes, exactly. oh, you know the old joke how do you tell uh uh how do you get 400 canadians into a swimming pool you know that joke? No, I don't. You, you tell them to go there. Oh, we're supposed to go to – oh, okay, we'll go to – whatever. It's because there's are right? fun, gotcha, right, yes. All right, uh, look, uh, last night we talked about this a bit with Craig Simpson, and Craig mentioned, you know, the U of A used to be at a toll advantage against the Oda Rookies before we did these rookie tournaments. And the contrast last night, obviously a tough night uh, to evaluate players um, – against Nate McEwen, uh, but tonight, a little bit different. Uh, like-minded lineups between the Oilers uh, and the Flames' rookies for tonight's uh, game and right now.
1: Absolutely. I mean, no, uh, it doesn't look like we'll see you know, Manjapani and, and Fu and and those players that probably would be at the top level in terms of what Calgary's looking at as far as players with an actual shot to make their team. Right. And if you look at the rotation uh, that the Edmonton Oilers have employed thus far in the preseason, it feels figures that, you know, one, two, or perhaps all three of what we've considered, you know, to be the best players thus far in the Oilers' rookie camp might get the night off. I mean, you look at Benson's played both games. Caleb Jones has played both. Evan Bouchard has played both. Um, Ryan McLeod has played both. You know, there's some guys that may or may not play based on the fact that in our experience, Bob, up until this year anyways, typically out of three rookie games, Everyone plays two, and very few play three or one unless there's some sort of injury. So it'll be interesting to see whether or not those matchups you anticipate come to fruition.
0: Jack, thanks for joining us. So we've got to wrap the show. Uh, okay. uh, we'll be back on. Uh, you'll be on with Reed tonight uh, and myself. Uh, we're going to get started at Reed's going to have Inside Sports at 6 o'clock. I do want to mention uh, that Portions of Oilers Now brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company. They remind you that booking with a travel agent will provide you you a peace of mind wherever you're, uh, you travel. I want to thank Angie Quinnell for engineering our uh, show uh, down here in Red Deer, along with Dustin Kaufman back at the studio, as uh, well as uh, our new producer for the show, uh, Brendan Escott. We replaced one Brendan out with the old and with the new. We went Ulrich to Escott. We got rid of a Westcott. We dropped the W and brought in an Escott. There we go. Chris Westcott is now working for the Chicago <laughs> Blackhawks and Brad Whisker as well. Tomorrow is Thursday. Guess what We'll include Louis DeBrusque and Al May, so it'll be a hard-hitting show. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 chat afternoon news with Jalen I and Andrew Gross. Again, Reed Wilkins, Inside Sports at 6. We'll preview the Oilers and the Flames rookie. So long, everybody, for now from Red Deer, Alberta.
2: Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 chat.